0: Hello my loves and welcome back to another episode of the Razor Vibration podcast. I am so incredibly grateful to be here and sharing this message with all of you. Today we're going to talk about creating a program and how to not get overwhelmed by that, right? It can be it can feel really huge when we create that first program or when we decide to share our message with the world. And oftentimes we find ourselves feeling extremely overwhelmed by something that doesn't need to be overwhelming. So I wanna break down today what could be preventing you from actually sharing that message with the world, how to actually take that idea that you have and put it into a package. And really, this is gonna be the back, you know, behind the scenes of my personal process for pr- creating. Um, programs for creating content and how I have found that I really don't get overwhelmed when I'm creating a program or how I found that I don't feel like I have this huge project ahead of me and what I found was helpful for that. Um, before we dive into this topic, I do want to send an invitation out to all of you. So if you haven't already heard, the Become Magnetic Mastermind is open for enrollment right now, and for those of you who don't know, this is a really what I consider a beginner level, entry level entrepreneur sisterhood. And what we do in this container is, one, you're going to be surrounding yourself with other women who are putting their gifts, whether that be spiritual gifts, their knowledge, maybe they've got business knowledge, maybe they're health coaches, or they want to be a health coach, dieticians, you know, Reiki practitioners, healers, all of these different women are coming together to feel like you have a tribe supporting you in this process. I know I felt extremely lonely when I started on the entrepreneurship journey. I felt like I had... You know, I had these people that I knew were doing what I was doing, and I had my friends that like knew me from my who I had been in my life up until that point and I had some women who were in the entrepreneurship journey, but when I broke away from multi level marketing, I felt like I was alone. I didn't know anyone else who was doing what I was doing specifically except for a coach or a mentor. And I really wanted women who were at the same place that I was so that we could grow and push and challenge each other to up level and that I could bounce ideas off and really be seen and heard in this new version of me because that's really what it was. It was this version of me that was being birthed and it was really uncomfortable for a lot of people in my life to hold space and witness that because it wasn't something that they were familiar with. It wasn't the person that they signed up to be friends with. And it got uncomfortable in a lot of my relationships as I expanded into this new version of me. And so this container is really about bringing women together to feel supported by one another, to feel like you can challenge each other, you can bring up those hard conversations, and it's a space where we will grow together on this entrepreneurship journey. So in addition to the sisterhood, of course, we are going to be learning how to build a business and how we lay the foundation. You guys, this is a combination of you know, structure and energetic work. That will help you expand and grow your business because what I have found is that we need both the, you know, what I think of when I think of as structure is I think of the divine masculine. I think about that energy of groundedness, that energy of here's the action that we need to take. Here are, here's the plan we have in place. So we need both this structure, divine masculine paired with the energetics of the feminine and it's been a really a process for me of finding this sweet spot in my business, right? Where I have the, okay, this day, like today, I am podcasting, I'm getting a plan in place so that my January is set. I have these podcasts recorded before I even go into the month. So that, that structure is in place where I can birth creations from there and really step into that feminine where it's the energetics, it's the calling clients in, it's the expansion, it's the... You know, working on the subconscious and the programs and the vows that we've created with ourselves from an energetic perspective as well. So, we're going to be laying the foundation where you can really burn the business from both components we're going to be talking about how how to grow your audience we're going to be talking about how to expand how to launch a program we're going to be talking about how to you know get your message out there how to get yourself on podcasts we're going to be talking about how to build a podcast you we'll get access to my podcast lab Um, course where you can actually create your own and birth your own message out into the world. We're going to be talking about, you know, holding sacred containers and clearing space for your clients and calling clients in and selling from a place of service. We're going to be talking about all these really incredible topics so that you don't feel like when you go to launch that business, you're coming from a place of confidence and knowing that you have all the tools in place and you're confident in your message. So There's so many things that we're going to be working on in this container. Um, I invite you to go, if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, this is for me, I'm feeling called to this, I know that this is what I need to, to really put myself, you know, hold myself accountable to taking action on this vision, this dream, this idea I have. Then I call you right now, if you're on my podcast, to go pop to the podcast notes and click the link there. If you're looking at this, um, you're listening to this on Instagram, I encourage you to pop to my Instagram bio. That is where the, um, details will be for that. And if you're just like, I just have questions. I want to chat more about it. Slide into my DM's girlfriend. Let's talk this through. I want to make sure that you feel like this is the most aligned fit for you and that I feel that you are the most aligned fit for this program. So, please, please don't be shy. I have no idea how many spots are going to be left. You guys, I'm recording this episode in December. I know this program is launching um, sometime in January, and this episode is going to be, you know, maybe a week or so after it gets put out into the world, so I'm not sure how many spots there are or how many there will be left by the time this launches, but make sure if you want one that you claim it now. Okay, So let's talk about creating a program. (laughs) This is really fun. Um, I got this question on Instagram at the end of December as I was kind of content planning for January and I was like, oh my God, this is a great question. And as I was reading the question, the question went somewhere along the lines of the, the, the title of this podcast of how do I create a program without feeling overwhelmed or how do I launch a course or whatever that thing maybe that you're feeling called to without feeling overwhelmed and as I read that question I was like I feel like I had a little bit of that when I launched my first program and I think why I felt that is that I was trying to do everything all at once and you know the thing that came through as I was reading her question is that maybe it's less about you feeling overwhelmed or feeling like you're stuck in that planning phase? Because what I was, I was listening to her question, I was kind of feeling like I feel like she's stuck in the like in her head, right? You've got this idea and you're thinking about it, you're thinking about it, you're thinking about it, you're running it over and you're getting the different maybe things that you want to teach on or guide people through, whatever it is this program is, but you're getting stuck there, right? You're getting stuck in the planning, you're getting stuck in the like, thinking about it, you're getting stuck in the overwhelm of your own ideas. And I think this often happens. We get we feel overwhelmed because we don't, one, we either don't have a plan or we're stuck in our own plan. And what I mean by that is that on Sundays, you guys, I will sit down to work on my plan for the week. I love planning, it lights me up, I'm a Virgo, it makes me happy to have a checklist for the week, it makes me happy to have some time blocking in my schedule. It lights me up, okay? Type A Shelby comes out on Sundays. But sometimes I'm so stuck in my planning, I will spend hours on this detailed plan. And it's not, I mean, aside from giving me the framework of how my week is going to look... And, and being exciting for the Virgo in me, it's really not doing a whole lot for me, right? Like that action plan that I lay out on Sundays could really take me 15 minutes. And I've come to this realization that I just like to use my colored pens and time lock and think about, but sometimes I'm so busy thinking about what I need to do for the week and thinking and thinking and trying to figure things out that I'm not actually taking the action. And this is why I think there's a fine line between planning and action and we're so stuck in that planning. I hope you guys are following what I'm trying to say here is that I'm so stuck in my planner that I'm not actually like coming into it and embodying what I need to do. Right. It's like that, that fine line between being so in our heads thinking about what we need to do rather than just making a plan and saying, okay, it's going to be done. And, I know that I have it laid out. You know, I I spent that 20 minutes, I have 15 minutes planning like, hey, I'm going to do this this day, this day, this day. And so I don't have to worry about when it's going to get done because it's on my calendar. There's that or there's this like, oh my God, where, how am I going to fit this all in? Where is it going to work? How am I going to do this? I have this and this and this and this. And that overwhelm comes more like overanalyzing what we need to do. We're not just taking the action or planning it and saying, okay, the plan is there. I know it's going to get done. We're getting too stuck in the, thoughts and why I think this can happen. And I want you to really sit and listen to these. So first I want you to think about a situation in your life where you're feeling really overwhelmed. You're feeling like I have all these things that I need to get done. Maybe it is that it's your side hustle, right? Maybe you're like, I want to create these programs. I want to put this message out into the world. I have all these ideas, And then nothing actually happens, right? You're feeling like there's that like stuckness around it where you're like, okay, I have all these ideas. I I have the vision. I know what I want to do. I know how I want to serve. And now I need an email list and this and this and this and this and this and this. You're like, I need to grow my social media. I need to start the podcast. I need an email list. I need this. I need to start creating the content. And you have like so many things that you are frozen because it feels like too much, right? So I want you to think about that because there's a few things that I believe as far as our limiting beliefs go or subconscious patterning or just our own beliefs about ourselves that can keep us in that stuckness. And so here's what I believe and I need to put um, my glasses on today. So I need to zoom in on what I'm about to say. Okay. Number one, and let's just talk about programs specifically, but you can apply these to, you know, everything in life. Cause that's just how business principles work They're across the board. In all areas of our life, but if you're struggling with the overwhelm of creating a program and I promise you guys I will get to how I create mine because and it's kind of taboo how I create my programs because I don't do a whole lot of planning, but I know shocking I'm a Virgo and I don't plan my programs, but here's 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 the truth you may actually it may not be so much about the program that you have to launch or the idea that you want to put out there, or the course that you want to create, and it may be more about your fear of what people will think of the program itself. And so let me dive into this a little bit, because this is happening to me right now. Um, After everything that happened uh, with this, you know, this year, I talk about it a lot, but With, you know, spiritual warfare and the things that I experience, I created Illuminated Academy. It's the program that I launched um, that started last week or two weeks ago, whenever this podcast come out. And I wanted to create this program. I'm like, I need to do this. And I had this urge to do it. Like basically right after everything happened, I was like, oh my God, this is information that people need. I need to teach on this because no one really that I know has had this experience, but all of a sudden all these people are coming forward and saying they're also having these experiences, right? So before it happened, I didn't know anyone who had this experience. And now that I've had this experience, it sounds like everyone else is having the similar experience. So I was like, okay, I need to teach this. And then here's what came up for me. People are going to think I'm crazy if I teach about you know, spiritual warfare and I teach about false light beings and I teach about how, you know, all this crazy shit happened in my life and how to identify if you're, you know, having spiritual warfare, people are going to think I'm nuts. I sometimes think I'm nuts. I'm like, holy fuck, how did this happen in my life? And so it wasn't so much about the program felt overwhelming, right? It was, it was that I was afraid of what are people going to think when I put this program out into the world? Are they going to think I'm nuts? So a pause here, Is it so much about the program content being overwhelming to create or is it about, and this could be totally untrue, but I just want you to sit with it. Is it more that you're afraid that when you actually put it out into the world, you're afraid of what people are going to think? Maybe it's the vulnerability of sharing your heart's work because a lot of soulpreneurs, a lot of people who work from their heart space who operate in their heart space in the world. And so if you're an empath, you're a highly sensitive human being, you're going to feel other people's reaction to your work. And because it's something that comes from your heart and it's a mission and a purpose and it's your impact and it's so deeply connected to how you operate with the world and how you view the world, can feel really, really vulnerable to go and share a program that shares your ideals, how you, how you've changed your life, how you operate in the world, and you're really your sole work, right? Can be really vulnerable. So maybe it's scary to think about that. And again, sit with it. Maybe this is totally untrue for you, but if it is, I just want you to be aware that Maybe it's not so much the overwhelm and maybe we're creating the overwhelm, that feeling of, ah, this is too much. I can't do all this. Maybe we're more so creating that feeling because of something underneath. So the next thing is fear of making a mistake. So my fellow Virgos out there, another type A perfectionist human beings. (laughs) I have a really great example of this. Um, for those of you who don't know, I'm working part time at a coffee shop as I like rebuild my life after everything that happened. And last week, I had a situation where someone brought their drink back, and I thought they said almond milk latte, and they wanted an almond latte, you know, with almond flavoring. And I, I, I felt so bad. I felt like I had failed in some way, right? I don't fuck up, you guys. I'm really good. <laughs> I bartended in college. I'm really good at multitasking. I'm really good at, at this coffee job the coffee shop job thing because it's high volume, high pace, and I'm 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 good. I don't fuck up a whole lot. But what I realized when she came back is that this is this isn't just about this coffee that I made wrong, that this is a lot deeper for me. That this is a, if I make a mistake in life, I'm a bad person. I felt bad. Like I had done something really terribly wrong or it had been intentional or, you know, whatever it may be. I felt this like achiness and heaviness in me. And I think a lot of women have the same experience where if we make a mistake, we somehow make that mean we're a bad person or we're not perfect. If we're not perfect, we're not perceived as perfect. Then we're bad. Right? Right. And I think this is something that a lot of women experience. And I think it's something that prevents a lot of women from sharing their gifts, their truth, their voice, their, their mission with the world. Because what if I fuck up? I'm no longer perfect. Right. Even though we know, like we intellectually know, no one is perfect. We have this feeling of if we fuck up or if we're not perfect, then we're bad. And I think this is something that we just need to have awareness around is that you're not bad because you made a mistake, right? Like me making the mistake of joining a cult, you guys, I joined a cult. Like you can't make much bigger mistake than that on my, in my book. And I had no fucking idea. And instead of like, and I, I've done this shame and guilt and like, I'm a bad person for having this experience when really it's like, uh, it doesn't make me a bad person because I made a mistake. It was a part of my journey. It was part of my path. If anything, it makes me a more empathetic human. It makes me a more caring human. It makes me more aware. It gave me more tools. It gave me more like, ability to serve. It doesn't make me a bad person, but we often do this as we make those little mistakes. And I know I'm going on a little bit of a tangent, but we make those tiny little mistakes mean something about who we are as a human being. So I want you to remember that it's okay to fuck up. It's okay to not have this thing that you birth be perfect. You can always re, like, redo it. You can always add more. You can always take some out. Like There's no really fucking up here. And then the last thing <clears throat> that might be preventing you from actually putting the program out into the world, putting that course out into the world, is that you're actually undervaluing your gifts. Because, and here's why, if you knew that that thing that you wanted to put into the world, like you knew like you knew like you knew, and you were fully like, holy shit, this needs to get into the hands of everyone, if you were so confident that that message you had to share needed to be in the hands of everyone, it'd already be out. It would already be out into the world. And now this does not not mean in any way, shape, or form, that your work is not of high value and high service if it isn't already out to the world. No. It just means that your perception of your work probably isn't the reality of the impact it's having. And what I mean by that is that so many of us undervalue what we do. I can't tell you how many times I I do this over and over and over and over again, you guys. And I share this vulnerably because I think it's important to to witness that, like, I don't, I can't tell you how many times I've gotten people share the message that, oh my God, this podcast changed my life. You changed the trajectory of my life. You helped me like with this situation in my life. I get messages so often with people sharing with me the things that my work has done. And I still sit here and I undervalue the fact that what I share and what I do and the content I create is serving people. So, even if, you know, I I just want to bring that to your awareness of like, maybe it's not so much that it's an overwhelming thing. And if it's still like none of these are resonating with you, like look if there's any limiting beliefs around it. Um, And then we're going to get into the actual strategy, but I just want to make sure we're, we're doing the subconscious work around this too. Of Okay. Is there anything actually preventing me? So that last one, are you undervaluing your work? Do you value what you put out into the work? Do you see the impact you have and if you do and you're like, holy shit, this needs to get out into the world, time to take action, right? That, that's where it's time to put your work into the world. So before we get into the strategy, if you are really feeling overwhelmed, I want you to just ask yourself, if I got the idea, if I had the idea of what I wanted to create a program about and I'm stalling out, or maybe, you know, here's another thing that's coming through right now is maybe there's a fear of rejection. So you just don't even do the thing in the first place because what if no one buys it? What if no one enrolls in it? What if no one wants what I have to get to the world, right? Well, that's a shitty excuse. But it it, it may be that you're feeling so overwhelmed about creating the thing because you're almost afraid of what if no one actually comes and joins me in the program. Um, So what I want to say is before we do the strategy and before you learn how to actually birth a program – I want you to ask yourself, if I have an idea, why am I actually stalling out? Why am I stopping myself from doing it in the first place? Okay. So we talked about the energetic piece, the subconscious piece. Now let's talk about the strategy that I have. <laughs> and I I mentioned earlier that my strategy is completely taboo because it is. Here's the thing. I don't have a strategy. Um, which it, it sounds funny, but in a lot of areas of my life, I have a ton of strategy. I have a ton of structure. I have a ton of like planning so that when something like a course comes along for me, it's more of a birthing process, right? Like i have all the masculine structures so that when this comes along, I can say, oh my gosh, I have this call. I'm going to share with you how I, I'm doing illuminated chiotomy. That's what I'm in the middle of right now as I'm recording this. This is, you know, I'm recording this about a month ahead of time. And... <laughs> I, you know, this is on my heart, right? I need to create this program. And most people think when I get a download, this is, you know, this is the misconception. When we chatted with my mastermind girls, this was the misconception that a lot of them had is that I had like a whole plan for the mastermind before I put it out into the world. Don't get me wrong. I have a ton of ideas of the things I'm going to teach on, but I don't know exactly when I'm going to teach it, exactly the order, the exactly the time frame. none of that. This is what I do do is I get this idea, just like I had for the mastermind, just like I have for Illuminate Academy. I get this idea. I know it needs to be taught because it's coming through me, right? It's coming through my heart space. I can feel it. It's not just like this. It's not just, it's not just an idea. It's like, a, I need to do this. It's on my heart. My next step is, it's going to be a shocker for you, all of you. You ready? I start marketing it. So when I get a download for a program, I start to market it. Without a framework, oftentimes without landing pages, I start to talk about it. I start to, you know, talk about what's coming. I start to talk about what we're going to talk about, what, what, I, what I'm going to teach on, what the transformation is going to be. And so there's two parts of this, why I do it this way. One, I'm getting feedback what are people interested in me teaching on? What do they want from me? Is this something that my audience is gonna be interested in? Is it something my audience wants to hear? You coming in? Goliath is joining me on the couch right now. <laughs> um, and if it is, if it is something that my audience wants to hear more of, then I'll start to enroll. And here's why, because For me, I'm putting just as much much emphasis on marketing my program in the beginning as I am creating the content for it. And I'm actually probably putting a little bit more in the beginning. It's probably 70% to 90% marketing. And then once it gets close to the deadline for closing, then I'm doing the content creation. And that sounds backwards for a lot of people, but I had this, you know, realization of if I'm not having people enroll in this program in the first place, why would I do all the work of, and this was when I first started coaching because I did this with my gut reset. I did all this work ahead of time, which was great. Once I like, I did have people enroll in my gut reset. It was the first program I ever launched. No, hungry for, it was like a food. um, I still have this program on my website somewhere. But it was a like a eating program where you would heal your relationship to food, and I had all the modules recorded ahead of time, all the content laid out, everything just needed to be released to the people once they enrolled and that for me felt safe when I first started because I didn't want to teach live i hadn't had any experience really teaching in front of live groups except for for my um multi-level marketing my downline and so this was new to me teaching on a subject so for me it felt safe to record everything ahead of time and I did that while I was marketing it which was exhausting because it was so much stuff to do all at one time um and so instead I've decided I'm going to market things first and then I'll do the content creation I know I have a course when I get the download, I know I have the content because I've done it a few times and enough times to know that like, once I have the content, essentially the like bullet points, I'm good. Like the content will come through like source, guide, universe, my higher self, they've got me. So what I'll do is I'll, you know, pull, let's take Illuminate Academy. I have six topics I'm teaching on for six weeks and I'll pull the bullet points and then, you know, A week or two ahead of the course, I'll create the first module. And then a week before the second module, I'll create the next module or a day. Sometimes it's a day before, but it always happens and it always works out. But what I can say is why this process works so well for me is that sometimes I forget to market things because I'm so caught up in the creation. I'm so caught up in the, you know, putting all the pieces of the modules together and I, it's no longer overwhelming for me, you guys, because I'm doing it in such a way that I'm like, it just has to get done. And I had someone say this to me when I was in my diet tech internship. And I was the type of person who would give myself like massive anxiety before projects needed to be done and homework needed to be done. And I was working full time at the VA doing my internship, bartending on the side. And I was trying to get all this homework done. And I was staying up till like 11, 12 o'clock every night. And I was like, giving myself massive anxiety. And one of my fellow interns looked at me one day and she's like, Hey, Shelby, you always get your stuff done. No matter what your homework is always done. Why are you stressing out yourself out ahead of time when you know, you're always going to get it done. And I looked at her and I was like, wow, that's really wise, right? Like here I am giving myself anxiety over something. I know I'm going to get done. I know. Like I know, like I know, like I know I'm going to show up big for my clients. I always show up in the biggest ways of service for my clients so why am i stressing myself out about getting these modules done before they enroll trying to have every piece of the puzzle put together before it even happens why am i trying to do that when i could just take it day by day you know put it on my calendar i know i need to do module two this week i'm going to do it on tuesday okay from 10 a.m to noon i have content creation time cool it's done right like We get so stressed out about these little things that we make them bigger than they actually are. And it takes away from our ability to serve. And so why I share with you my weird process of marketing things before I create them is because it makes me take action on them. It makes me put that thing out into the world and then, holy fuck, I created a landing page for Illuminate Academy and I didn't even market it yet. And I had people signing up, I was like, oh, well, I guess I I should probably create this course, huh? Right? It was kind of like a test in the waters. And I'm not saying this is going to happen because trust me, when I first did my courses, I was like, I've done courses where I've had crickets. I'm like, is anyone going to sign up? Is this actually going to happen? Right? Like there are going to be moments like that, but if you're marketing it and you're sharing it and you're creating your content tailored to that and you're getting the ideas rolling, there will be more downloads that come in as you create the content. So you get a download. This is my process. You get a download. I create a rough draft of like bullet points of what I want to teach on. I go talk about it and market it and, and invite people to join me for this program. Um, when the doors close, I usually have that on the same day as the pro, the um, program goes to launch. For me, I like to do a live because it allows time at the end for people to ask questions. Um, I have done courses where I pre-recorded. It just depends on where I'm at in my life. If there's a lot going on, I won't do the live stuff because it's just too much going on at the, all the same time. Choose what you wanna do. If you're new to courses, it may feel safer to pre-record modules and then have like a Q&A session or a forum that people can go on. Um, I personally use Kajabi for everything because it's just easiest. I've tried to do it without it and I'm like, nope, I'm not doing it. So I'm gonna also link my link um, for Kajabi. It's an affiliate link. If you sign up, you can get a 30 day free trial through my affiliate link. Um, and that's really nice. Shit, where was I? <laughs> oh, so then I create the course modules the week before I go to launch. So with Illuminate Academy, I am creating that module the week before we go. And if I have more ideas and more content, I'll do a bonus call. Because here's the thing, if you you can't fit everything into that time frame that you've slotted up for these, great give people extra content. People love extra content. They love bonuses. They love that kind of stuff. So you can always sell for something and make it bigger and add on as time goes on. Um, Another thing I like to do is if you need practice, host a free event leading up to it. I, you know, For Illuminate Academy, I had a 16-minute energy masterclass where I help people start to clear their own energy. There's things that you can do leading up to kind of test the waters, see what people's feedback is, see how they like it, and invite them again to that next level, that next step with you. Um, a few don'ts. Don't sit down. <laughs> I have don'ts and do's for... There's a couple I have. So if you're creating... Of course, do not try to sit down and get all the modules done at the same time. You guys literally, you will burn yourself out. Maybe if you operate like this, great. But for me, I'm like, I'm going to do one at a time or two at a time because that's all that feels good for me. And that's all that like, I really do work and operate out of my heart space and I can podcast all day and still be operating out of my heart space. But for some reason, like actually writing things and typing things up and like putting notes together, I don't operate very long. So if I do one or two in a day, that's great. That is perfect. So this is just me sharing what works for me. If you work better to sit down and crank them all out, good for you. It just doesn't work for me. Um, The second thing, do not put pressure on yourself to have the whole thing planned out and the whole thing figured out before you go to market it. Seriously. (laughs) I don't know how many times I have to tell you guys this. It is okay to sell things out before you have all the details in place. And now if that doesn't feel good for you, A-okay, fine. But if that's what's preventing you from taking action and putting your gifts out into the world, I think you're doing everyone a massive disservice by not selling it out first. Because that pressure, sometimes that's just the right amount. It's not this huge pressure of like, I don't know. It's just not this like massive pressure. It's like you know you have a program, you know you have a basic outline, Put that pressure on yourself that I, you have a deadline now that I have a, that I have to create this content by, and you will do it, right? You will show up to serve your clients. You will show up to serve that audience because you love and care about them. And if that's not true for you, you got to question if you're in the right space. This The do's. Um, <laughs> practice teaching before you go to market. So I had someone... Um, I knew who marketed their course and they got crickets and they never taught anything and never really spoke on Instagram and never really spoke on a podcast or never really spoke anywhere before. And they never really taught this content, right? Here's the thing in you guys, you're going to attract what you feel comfortable or wh- not what you feel comfortable, what you feel ready for. And if you haven't taught even in a free space or you haven't spoken a podcast and you're trying to market a program and you're not showing up in other ways, it might be really hard for you to call in and attract from an energetic standpoint if you're not comfortable even teaching in front of an audience or pre-recording like speaking um, to a camera at home. So practice speaking and teaching your gifts before you actually go to market them. That just seems pretty obvious, but I know it can be something that like will energetically block people because they're so focused on how do I market this? How do I sell this? How do I, okay, now I have to teach. Oh, I've been blocking myself because I can't market or sell it because I'm so afraid to actually teach the thing. So thinking about that and do host free events, you guys. I, I love them personally. Maybe that doesn't feel in alignment with your intuition, um, I love free events because I love to give people content that they can use even if they're not able to invest one. I think it's like, um, it's really, for me, it's really an integrity to sell to, or not sell to market free events because it gives people an opportunity to do this work without financial ability to do so. Um, and it gives you practice and it gets people into your energy. I, you know, there's so many reasons why I think giving away some content before you go to open up a program is so valuable. You can build your email list, you can build your audience, you can have people um, invite people to it. And I just think it's a great, really smart way to market things. So that is all I have for creating a program, you guys, because it's really not super complicated, Right. We market it, which if you're interested more in depth on marketing, we can talk about that in the Become Magnetic Mastermind, which is opening and open right now. We talked about this, you guys. Um, But market it with an outline, create a landing page, put some copy on the landing page, sell it out, open the door or, you know, create the start date, create a program. Boom. Boom not overwhelming, super simple. Just start taking action. You guys, things feel easier as you take action on them. They may feel overwhelming because they're just sitting there and they're like trying to bubble to the service to get you to do this in the first place. So start taking action, create a mini little plan, sit down. You need 20 minutes, literally 20 minutes to say, okay, this is my calendar for the next month. Let me write in. These are the days that I'm working on the, um, the content for this and it's done no longer have to worry about it. So I hope this was super helpful for you guys. If it was, let me know. You guys know that you are how I get this message out into the world. Tag me on Instagram, leave me a review. You guys know, also know if you don't know, let me tell you, I am giving away, um, some really fun prizes and they're going to They're going to vary every month. They may be essential oil roller bottles. They may be coffee mugs. They may be digital products. And you get to have a say in what you get to choose. But I'm giving away to someone who leaves a review for the podcast on iTunes. And if you don't have iTunes, you can take me on your Instagram story. um, Screenshot that and send it to shelbysetfree at gmail.com. And you will be entered to win a prize for Um, next month's giveaway. So it's the first Thursday of every month we do this giveaway and we'll read one of the reviews on the podcast. And again, this is a great way for you to help me spread this message and also um, get some goodies. So that's all I got for you guys. Thank you again for tuning in to the podcast.